Hey friends, Brian here. Just wanted to do a quick uh, note to apologize that these uh, podcasts have taken a bit long to get into the feed. You may know that um, a few weeks ago I lost my full-time job, and so I've tried to switch to daily streaming and doing more stuff for the site. And so the daily streaming has been taking a lot out of me, but I'm adapting now, and so I have more time and energy to do other things, like put these podcasts up. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to apologize that the last couple of podcasts have been very late. I'm going to try and get better at that and doing more stuff for the site. Uh, So thank you for your patience and for subscribing, and enjoy the show. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian, and joining me, as always, is your co-host, Jim. Hello. Your co-host, Hunter. And your co-host, Spaz. Shooting pirates who have ejected for the thousandth time today. It doesn't. It doesn't get old, does it? It doesn't. It you, never it, gets old. You just the never. screams. The screams are just. We're talking about um, today is August thirteenth as we record this, my friends, and so Rebel Galaxy Outlaws finally come into the it's wild the, today. It's the it's the the official Rebel Galaxy Day. <laughs> it really is, and uh, and it's because of Rebel Galaxy that. We're going to talk about this topic tonight. Now, um, basically, uh, the reason I came up with this topic is because a week or so ago, uh, I did a stream with the developers, uh, which was great. It was kind of—I think it was their way of saying thank you for uh, for um, for doing all the testing and bug finding. Uh, Iceberg, no, this is live. I don't know why you think this is recorded. It's live. Um, wow. We have someone on Mixer, y'all. Hi, Ewok. Uh, my God, X. Mixer, you guys. Um, so I did a stream for Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, and it, maybe this is because I'm so hyper-focused on how just amazing Rebel Galaxy Outlaw is. Someone in the YouTube comments called the game Limited. And... Well, it's pretty say- limited. There's only one. There's only one slot machine. There's only one. There's only nine ships that are playable. At this there's point. only one style of poker. You're right. There's only one style of poker. No, yeah, uh, you can't play a nine ball. You're stuck with the eight ball. Yeah, Smokers right out. <laughs> so what the hell? I guess you're right. Is that gonna it going to be is- in the DLC. And there's only one arcade game, Star Avenger. Only one arcade game. But it's, it's the, the future. Come on. Game. It it's is so, the best arcade game. It's great. Uh, they put diamonds in asteroids. I need, I need Tron. That's They need a Tron machine. <laughs> Discs of Tron? Wait, which Tron? Discs of Tron or the regular like Tron? Ah, oh, yes. I, there were, what, two or three arcade Tron games? I know there were Discs of Tron and there was the Light Cycle game. Maybe there were only yeah. two. I loved them both. There, there's... Normal Tron and then Discs of Tron. Yeah. yeah, they were both great. And then there there was uh, two different Tron games for the Intellivision. What? And one for the God. Atari 2600. I remember the Atari and one. We I guess I never. on Tron until Tron 2.0 for the. Which was amazing. Tron, Tron, Legacy, Tron, which, Tron 2.0 was amazing. Um, Tron 2.0 was shockingly good. Yeah. Yeah. It came, it came out of nowhere. Like, wow, a new Tron thing after like two decades. 
And like it was really good. You're like that's the thing. You expect a game like that to come out of nowhere that's a licensed game. You're like, ah, this is gonna be garbage. But no. That game's great. It's great today. That's a great game. And you can actually get it on Steam and GOG now, which is fantastic. Um Solid FPS. Solid. So no, someone uh said Rebel Galaxy Outlaw was limited. And I was confused by this. I'm like, how is it limited? It's basically promising everything the developers said they wanted to do. They wanted to have like a new version of Privateer with 2019 sensibilities, better graphics, more missions, stuff like that. It basically does everything they set out to do. Um, so I was confused. And so I asked this person on YouTube, why do you think it's limited? And they're like, I don't want to get into a fight with you. I'm like, what? They didn't want to debate it. I just, That's the it's like, yeah, like, I just want to know why you think it's limited. And then they called it a first person... Bull- Wait, let me look it up. First person bullet hell. They've n- never played either of those genres. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and have not played this, at least not at the time they made the comment. Yeah, something about a handful of ships, a lack of mission types, and a first person bullet hell. I'm like, well, one, there are a lot of ships. There are more ships than there were in Privateer. Uh, there are about as many ships as you had in Free Space 2. That had, what, about 9 or 10 ships you flew, roughly? No one complained then. Um, I think people, like, Rebel Galaxy had a lot of ships. But they didn't have, like, they had like they didn't have custom cockpits or landing animations. It's just this big block of ship that flew into a thing. So it's like, I don't understand where this came from. So I wanted to talk about expectations, not just about, I wanted to talk about expectations, not just about Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, but in general. Because I don't understand where this kind of thing comes from. Um, like, I've seen people like, why can't I fly the ship that was in the uh, opening credits? Or the opening cutscene? <sighs> why did they promise that? <laughs> did they ever say you could do that? <laughs> I, I, there's just so much I don't understand. Like, I got into a fight today on a forum because... Ooh, a forum. Not I know, retro. I know. I do ho- I do Wait, hang out on, on forums. Was it because there's no lateral thrusters in the game? Because I've had that on multiple Oh, really? Too. And you Seriously? know what? I was looking for it too, right? Like, I joked with Travis about it, and, and he was like, he, he was like going into the whole, like, you know, explanation of why, and I'm like, dude, I'm kidding, right? But he But he's in, like like launch mode so he's like focused like everything is serious right. criticism so I, I i've just decided to not troll him while he gets through this phase of his life yeah yeah i can't imagine like, a game launches is like my uh my usb input device uh isn't properly recognized and he's like what is it it's like uh it's a hitachi wand controller which is a marital aid but you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't read. Oh, it's it, funny. It, Anna Marie's like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, I was, is that a I, thing? I'm like, yeah, but it's not a it's not a game thing. I was trying She's to like, play with it, my what was that descent controller they made that had a ball in the middle? Do you remember that one? What was that thing called? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The, yeah. the something something 360. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why? Why doesn't this work? I I have a I have a gamepad to USB connector, and it works with other. 
It's like Jesus Christ. See, well, here's here's something for you. Here's mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think people get wrapped up in stupid, weird expectations these days for uh, for no reason because it you look at you look at a game like free space or any of those games from back in the day and there wasn't really a universal like controller scheme for a very right. long time that's true and you know i i you know i look at people who have complained about well the ui in this game is weird i don't understand what the you know the station stuff or this this and that and i was like well <clears throat> clearly you've never played x y and z even though you you think you you say that you have because this is exactly like you know games of the past as far as like it's very freelancey very privateery very wing commandery in a lot of ways but it has very modern controls i think the controller support for this game is very well done like shockingly well done like I was, I was like, you look at this game, like watching the, the the live stream right now. You looking at it, you would think to yourself, "Man, I need to get myself a joystick and thruster for this." Nope, not not even. <laughs> I will say uh, that it, you're actually correct because when I I told so many people before this came out, you got to play it with a controller. But but these kind of games are joystick games. Well, they sure they used to be, but. Nowadays, the controller is basically this era's joystick, and so this game is made for the joystick, and the, the keypad, and the, the gamepad. And they're like, "But, but I don't want to use a game. But I never." Is, but it's a sim. It's a it's sim. A, it's got to use a Hodus as the main control scheme. Yeah, <laughs> not happening here. It doesn't. It doesn't though. And they've said you can if you want, but they said they built it around a controller. I don't. I just. Yeah, I don't. That's, just, that's just their preconceptions. They expect it to be because they expect it to be. It's recursive thinking. Just because they're used to it doesn't mean that it's the way that the game is built. I mean, you could apply the same logic to Everspace. Everspace was built with keyboard and mouse as primary control scheme, and everything mm-hmm. else is secondary. You could play with anything else, but you'd be hindering, you're hindering yourself because it was designed around keyboard and mouse as optimal. Side note: Did you know? Did you see that Fish Labs are going to announce a new space game next week? Oh yes, yeah, some yes. kind of open world thing. Some kind of open world thing. That's exciting. I'm going to try and find out more about that. Um, they have a countdown on their site. It's for like the 20th, I think, or the 19th. And uh, yeah, so hopefully next, got- hopefully next week, we'll find out about another big space game. Because damn, we've gotten some big ones this year, like like this one. Um, and then Starport Gemini Three is coming, and that's going to ho- be a hopefully bit this year. Rebel hopefully, Girls. hopefully yeah, this we'll, year. <laughs> we'll have to talk more about. But um, but but yeah, like Spaz, you posted something from is that Reddit where it says the controls yeah. are so, awful. So uh, part of this started earlier because someone had posted to Twitter. Uh, I'm going to quote this here, and it's. Fairly unreadable, but I'm going to try. <laughs> Quote, wow, ships are impossible to command properly. WTF have you done? Question mark. It's unplayable. Who is the idiot who approved that? So glad I didn't spend one euro on it. WTF, dudes, you serious? 
To which Travis replied, thanks for this reason critique when you apparently didn't pay for it. You know I I burned to have you as a customer. <laughs> uh, then, then the oh. same person, apparently, uh, posted to Reddit, uh, quote, the controls are awful. He posted this to Reddit. Tagline, the controls are awful. Uh, continuing quote, underneath the poor controls, weird autopilot functions and basic point and click combat, there appears to be a decent game underneath. But I don't honestly believe I should have to try that hard to make this game work for me and get past the fundamental issues with the controls and other design quote unquote features that really don't feel great. I decided to refund. I'm My, I'm I'm really oh, curious to know what? Though, like, oh, oh, oh what, it goes on. Control it, problems. It, it goes on. My main issues. Controls. Autopilot. Landing plus jump frequency leading to losing control too often. The station UI, the ship UI, cockpit view. Much older games with lower budgets have better functionality and better controls from 20 years ago. Super disappointed. Oh, but then it goes even further than this. Come because on. there's another post here. What? Also on Reddit. Yeah. Hello, I am banned from a number of community forums, is the tagline here. It's from the same guy. It's from the same guy. <laughs> Again, quoting, okay, so let me start by saying some of the hubs I am banned from are totally legitimate, and I said stuff I should not have and take responsibility for that. There are a few, however, where I am banned for, in some cases, no real reason at all or due to very clear bias toward a certain subject. For example, several years ago on the Warframe forums, I wrote a loot box joke which was taken seriously by one of the game mods who, perma- who banned me perma on there. Loot boxes. It was obviously humor that it was clearly a little bit of sarcasm to you would have to would have to have a brain full of potatoes to have missed it. This game doesn't have loot boxes. It was a joke made from one of their own live streams banned. It's this kind of logic. I don't understand. And he goes on regardless. I was just wondering since it has been many years since many of these bands, is it possible to remove some of the older bands from years ago when I was a kid? If not, that's fine. I just wanted to know since I don't really use the community often these days, I find moderators to be overly zealous and lack the ability to distinguish genuine rules breaking or undermining versus mild humor or sarcasm. Last year, for example, I was given a 90-day community ban with no reason listed under the reason tab, which was removed after 25 days via a Steam ticket because the moderator had not given any reason and had not shown which comment, if any, had caused the ban. 24 hours after that, the ban was removed. I was community banned for 30 more days again by a according to Steam, by the same moderator who left no reason and was unable to provide the comment that caused it. The ban was lifted again, but now as far as Steam is aware, they can still see those bans as if they were legitimate. I know this because I asked the Steam moderator about it, and according to them, those bans could affect any future suspensions. This is just wrong. I am concerned about using the community at all anymore because I do not wish to accrue any community bans or forum bans on my account for simply being misunderstood, taken out of contest, etc. Yeah, same guy. And uh, I should add, has been banned from Discord four times. (laughs) So, (laughs) uh, yeah, talk about some weird expectations. And apparently this guy was streaming the game he pirated when all of this went down. 
<laughs> you know, well, there's a thing for you. I, th- I think we I, need to uh, add a new segment to the show where Spaz finds a ridiculous complaint online and just reads it out loud verbatim. I I would not mind that segment. That, that was as verbatim as I could get. Cold reading. <laughs> let me let me re- no. let me read back to you the stupid uh, thing that you wrote, and let me see if you think it sounds. Well, I think everybody did because people on yeah. the uh, Discord are laughing about it. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Well, you know, you talk about you talk about expectations, right? You know, part I think. There's there's many different forms of expectations. So with this game, the developers of this game pretty much said what they were going to do, and the game came out. And it was like, yeah, that that this is what they said that they were, and here it is. Now he, let's 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 look at another game real quick, No Man's Sky. Oh, mm. that mm. that mm. game. Oh that yeah, game was oh yeah. Up and talked about really hard. There was massive amounts of expectations, not just from the developer, but from. Sony from IGN from just all of this this huge train of hype and uh, the game comes out and it's kind of like well where's all of these features where's all the stuff from all the screenshots where's all the stuff from all the trailers where's all where where is it where's the game that we were told that we were going to be getting it wasn't there it wasn't there now here we are a few years later and my God, have they delivered that game? They've delivered so much game. There's a, there's like another game's worth of content. It's amazing. Game. It's amazing. It, it's basically yeah. No Man's Sky two, so to speak, uh, yeah. wrapped up within the the bounds of the first one. And it's it's more than they promised. It yeah, is so, actually more yeah. than they promised. Yeah, yeah. At this point, they've put more content into the game than they ever even initially said that they were going to do. So like. Uh, <laughs> That that that's one of those things where it's just like the expectation wasn't met, but the developer in the long run over like overdid it, not in a bad way, but like gave in you an amazing way, you, an impressive right, way, in, in the, totally. the, that you never saw coming. As where you know with here, RGO said what they were going to do and they did it. It's it's not that hard. <laughs> Well, five, you know, they 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 pulled off a hell of a lot compared to what they could have done in the time they had. And see, the thing that I don't understand is what what controller problems. Like, I understand that maybe you need to like remap some things, but there's there's a whole settings menu devoted to that kind of stuff. Like, you know, I think people. Most of it's understandable, though. I mean, it's it's stuff like their Hodus. Uh, the device isn't necessarily recognized, and so there's some tweaking that needs to happen, or uh, it's sometimes it's detecting a foot pedal type of device as a controller, and it's looking to uh, bind keys to that that it can't normally bind. There are little things like that that you just can't test for prior to release. I mean, there was a there were 150 approximately streamer keys that went out, so you know we got some uh, press keys went out. But that, all of that's about 150. So you can only test on so many devices with that sample size. Right. And 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 I understand that. I guess the point I'm trying to make, though, is there's there's a recommended control set for this. Um, it, it's like it's like there's a recommended control set for Tie Fighter, right? Like I, they, they, you should probably play with the joystick, but you can play with a mouse. 
you're probably not going to have fun. You're going to have an ugly time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the whole, the whole like, uh, chasing the cursor thing was not invented until freelancer. Right. So, but if TIE fighter had had that TIE fighter would have been totally mouse. Do you remember when we used to play X-Wing versus TIE fighter? And there was a guy who who mapped his mouse to a joystick and he kicked, he was, he kicked all our asses. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, but, like, he had to do that himself. He had to do the customization for it. Um, you know, it's kind of like the nifty thing about being on the PC is that you have a lot of variety and you can kind of modify and do your own thing, make your own things work. I mean, hell, where else can you but on a PC play an emulated version of Legend of Zelda with a PlayStation 4 controller and 60 frames and, like, new, like, community-made dungeons. Like, you can't do that on the damn Switch, <laughs> you know. But, <laughs> hey, on the PC, I can, I can ride around on, you know, I can ride around in, like, a car from GTA and, like, you know, in that game if I wanted to. People have done some really stupid, wacky things. That I think there's, like, there's a motorcycle in the game and someone modified it to be Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh. So... You know, it's just it, I'm, the point I'm trying to get at is though, like, where where else on a PC are you going to have these kind of capabilities? But you know, if you want to if you want to talk about limiting, um, the map painting tool alone in this game is just like a whole other ball of wax. It's it's a, it's its own paint program. I don't understand why people think this is limited. It's got a photo mode. It's got a video recording mode. It's got a, an amazing paint tool. It's going to have a 3D printing mode. Plus and got- and not, not just that, mod support coming later mm-hmm. after the console release. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just like, I'm so confused where like people say the missions are limited. There's like two dozen different mission types, plus random encounters, plus distress signals, you know, plus all the story content. Like, How many hours did you put into this, Brian? And before- I probably have about 80 at this point, and I'm not bored in the slightest. I'm actually looking forward to playing through the story again. For the for my let's play series, um, because yeah, it's just that, it's just it, that much fun. And leave it up to the developers too to tie this game in with the old one. You know, like it, mm-hmm. there's there's definitely there's 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 those cross connections between. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There are there are characters in in RGO that show up in the first game. Yeah, it is a prequel, I- after all. So you have to expect some of that. To tie in, yeah, I I'm might go back. What? I might go back to Rebel Galaxy again after finishing RGO a second time. You know, because um, I want to revisit those characters forty years. Was it forty years later? Forty years, yeah, something like that. Um, okay, okay. Ewok Exile on Mixer has the best comment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He said, yeah. uh, I th- I, he said, I think that Twitter guy would steal your car and then come back to complain that it wasn't a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Plus one to you. And it didn't have a full tank of gas. <laughs> it didn't have a full tank of gas. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you let me steal <laughs> this? <laughs> oh, just for the record, in case uh, in case you're wondering, Hunter, I have 70 hours in uh, RGO at this point. Yeah, already. Jesus, man. That's I've got maybe amazing. two. You have so I much one. Had... You have so much ahead of you. It's wonderful. You're going to have 
I'm excited. Oh, I, I've got I've got over a million in cash at this point, mm-hmm. and uh, a fully stocked out uh, coyote that I'm flying. You just don't get bored. It's just it's just it doesn't it's it's such a like the carrot on the stick is such a great carrot. It doesn't matter how many times you eat it. You just want more of that carrot. <laughs> more of that sweet, so, sweet carrot. Uh, so, you know, keeping you in, in theme here, I, mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm the guy who keeps this on track. <laughs> keeping keeping in theme. You hunt you hunt the topic. You hunt the topic, yeah. is it? Yeah. There you go. Um Star Citizen. Oof. Oof. Yeah, so I'm guilty. Here, I'm. I'm. Uh, let me. M- might I share my own Star Citizen story? Please, and then I've got mine after that. All right. So when Star Citizen was um, was initially announced, it was 2012, and there was like there was like hardly anything coming out in 2012. There was uh, there had been space pirates and zombies. Uh, that's maybe it. Um, so this is a big effing deal. And um, so I bought in, you know, at the freelancer level at the Kickstarter. And once they started selling those ships, excuse me, with those, those sweet, like, car, new car-like commercials, I bought, like, three or four of them. I had a job. I had money. I bought, like, three or four of those ships. I bought one of the fighters. I bought the Constellation, the big... At the time, the big um, multi-crew thing. And I think I bought two fighters. And as the years went on, because I was excited. And as the years went on, and like, I think it was when they announced that we can have a fish tank in our uh, hangar that I started to suspect something wasn't right. Yeah, we are talking about Star Citizen. So... Eventually, I found that there's a secondary market for selling ships with lifetime insurance if you have them, which I did. And so I actually made a profit <laughs> on selling those ships back. Um, nice. I still have my original Freelancer. Um, I, I haven't given that up. But kind of, we can talk about this in a second. I used some of those profits to buy a lifetime license for Elite Dangerous, which... Yeah, how's that working out for you? Uh, we can talk. We could we could talk about that in a minute, but um, yeah, I ma- expectations. I I made some yeah. some, I made a bad decision and then a good decision, which I thought which turned out to be not so good. Because so, please your story. Yeah, yeah. So, like you, I saw Star Citizen and. For a while, I kind of like just watched it. I watched the Kickstarter and I thought to myself, you know, I'm going to let this ride. We'll see how it goes. And then finally I was like, you know what? I'm I'm going to buy into this. And there was a few things. There was a few things that were being talked about that made me go, absolutely. So, like, I'm an old school gaming nerd when it comes to, like, hosting LAN parties. I mean, I was one of those kids who was doing LAN parties since as far back as I can remember, hosting them, getting people over for the weekend, doing all kinds of, like, crazy LAN party stuff, sharing the wares, sharing the the freeware and the, the torrents and all that kind of stuff, just playing games and having a good time, right? And so part of that and included in that was like, you know, you run your own servers for for game sessions and all that kind of stuff. 
So one of the things that <clears throat> was was talked about early on during the Kickstarter was when Star Citizen comes out, it's not going to be like you know a server that you subscribe to, like a la like an oh Apple. right. There were going to be right. a server like you could you could host your own server. Yeah, they said that. You could, yeah, they said play. you could have your own universe or whatever. Yeah, I remember right, that. Right, yeah. exactly. Yes, that was the line that sold me. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I oh, no. am in. That is awesome, and I bought it. Oh boy, bucks back then. Right. So that's what I bought into because I was like, I've got forty five bucks. I can't, I can't get like the whole like I, I'll get, I'll get these other ships maybe later if I find some crews and stuff to play with. But here I am, forty five bucks. Yeah, but and, you know who's a bigger dumbass than you? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I know where you're going with this, but hold on. So here's, so here's the thing. At the beginning, it was just an arena shooter that they were like showing off, and all you could do was fly around either on a race course. Or in their like simulated like dogfighting thing with a bunch of AI, there you know you weren't really seeing a lot of other people unless you're doing the racing stuff. The Star Marine thing hadn't even come out yet, but you know at the time when it was just ships flying around, it was great. It flew well. Everything was fine. And then they started adding more stuff. And then they started adding more stuff. And people start to tell me like, well, then I guess they exceeded your expectations. I was like, no. They exceeded my expectations in the wrong direction. They started They started going in the opposite way of what I was wanting. They started going in the opposite direction of what they promised me. As a matter of fact, they're at the point now where I highly doubt, if it ever comes out, that I'll ever be able to host my own server. Oh, God. Anyway. They can barely host their own server. And then you have people like Jim who... Yeah, hmm. yeah. What? What? Twenty-two billion. Um, <laughs> no. Well, okay. So I had somebody. I was I was bitching about Star Citizen, and he's like, "Well, how can you bitch about the game? You don't even own it." And I'm like, "Right, because I'm not dumb." And he was like, "No, but I got it, and and it's actually pretty decent. Like people give it a bum rap, but you know, it's like there's stuff to do. You can run around, do missions and stuff. You know, granted, there's like only one one solar system, but it's big, and you know." And he's like, it's not really super buggy or anything. So I'm like, okay, I'll tell you what. I'm going to throw down $45, and I'm going to see. And you know what? It's not that great. <laughs> it's just not all that great. Okay, you know, like, all the funny videos that you see where, like, people, like, bug out and, like, fall through the floor or stuff like that? Yeah. Basically, it's still going on. Um, also, performance-wise, the community was – they were trying to be helpful, but trying to be helpful in, in like the blind, trying to help the blind kind of thing because I, I was like, okay, I got Perfmon open. I'm watching the the uh, right latency queue on the hard drive that I've got the game installed on, and my latency is like – pegged it's a hundred percent on this drive like the drive could not be more active it's got it's got requests queued up right it can't keep up with how much it wants and and i'm like wow. okay this would be cool like loading into a game that's not unusual because you just ingest all the files and then you know you're done but i'm like 15 minutes that i've been sitting in my room i haven't left because i'm watching this you know i got like a slideshow going on and the whole reason that I don't have any frame rate 
is because like my frame rate, it's showing like, hey, man, you're getting like 60 frames a second, but I can't move because it's all that loading going on. And after like 15 minutes, it finally quit. Right. So I asked the, the chat, I'm like, hey, so so what's the deal with this? Is there like some setting that I can tweak? That in-game will make chat. it load less stuff. Yeah, I asked the in-game chat. And that people are like, oh, yeah, bro, um, you need to get a faster video card or you need more RAM or whatever. And I'm like, more this RAM. has nothing to do with my this has nothing RAM. to do with my hard drive, right? And the guy's like, Yeah, you gotta have like 16 gigs. I'm like, bro, got 32, I'm covered. You know, okay. like do this for a got living, a, right? Got a, so got a 1080 Ti, I'm good. I, I mean, God, God help them. You know, they're trying to be helpful, uh, but it, it's just like, it's the same stuff, right? Of, of like, oh, well, here's where your computer's deficient. You know, it's like your, your CPU stuff or whatever. So I'm just wondering, like, what kind of troubleshooting is actually going on in that community where people are, are actually solving problems? Cause it, it's a bunch, it's unsolvable shit basically, because the truth is, the cure is to get two SSDs and put them in RAID 0 and load the game on that so that it has, like, 12 gigs a second of <laughs> bandwidth to read the disk and no latency. Yeah. And that'll fix it. But I'm just wondering, like, what the fuck is the game doing for 15 I, I minutes while know. it's just, like, shredding my hard drive? It's it's like there there's not enough game there to read that. So it, it's like I could believe, you know, whenever you load into Elite, and it says, like, hey, we're compiling the shaders. We're going to do this once, right? And it sits for a little while, and it pinwheels. It's basically that, but it does it for 15 minutes. Oh, and then you end geez. up kind of playable as long as, you know. But then there's other bugs, right? Like, I would eject out of my ship. I had a I had a key mapping bug. I finally figured out what it was after, like, two hours. So the bug was I had played the game before, and it saves your key mapping in your cloud save, right? So, because I have a whole different computer now than I had then, but it saves your key mapping like in in the cloud. So I I inherited my old key mapping, but the game has changed so much that those keys are no longer relevant. So whenever I would hit Alt Tab to pop out and talk to somebody like in Discord or something, it would eject me out of the ship. But not always. Sometimes it did, like one time in ten, right? So I I would go like, oh yeah, Alt Tab. And then, shit, I'm in space again. And so <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? You know, it was completely inconsistent. So then I ended up, uh, you, you end up like killing yourself with the backspace key. And then you respawn on the station. And then it's like, okay, then I'm going to go over to the console. And you have to file a claim on your ship, right? Because it's destroyed. And then they bring the ship. And then they're like, they're like okay, your ship is ready on pad, you know, C2. Great. I walk out there to my ship and I go to get in. There's no seat in my ship because I ejected. It brought the ship back, but it didn't fix the ejection seat. Are you, so wait, I have no what? seat. So I have to physically destroy my ship and then file another claim. And it takes five minutes a pop to do this, by the way. So luckily, they gave me a second ship. Like, whenever I bought the package with the Mustang in it, they gave me the other ship for free. I don't know if that's permanent or for a limited time or what, but but at least I could switch back and forth between ships. The other one didn't have the ejection problem, so it was something unique to the Mustang. Oh, God, it was maddening, right? Yeah. But when the game works, it works pretty okay, 
um, yeah. the controls. Like, haven't played Elite and every space sim up till now, and then I try to play that game. The controls make not a lick of sense. Like, it's, it's like they, it's just completely foreign to any other space game. It's like it's, they it's said, like trying to play DCS without a manual. I was gonna like, say, it's like they talked to Derek Smart, asked about his controls, and then threw everything he I said out certain- the window. And then threw everything he said out the window. No, they threw everything he said out the window. I'm pretty sure they didn't talk to that guy. <laughs> no, I know. It's it's like Battle Cruisers controls make more sense, I think. Um, someone in yeah, YouTube. It's really, it's really weird. It's like, yeah. I want to like the game. I hope that it actually becomes someone, what they. It, I hope it becomes what the community wants. Oh, it to God, be, not right? What Chris wants it. It might in twenty thirty in twenty thirty. Someone on YouTube was like, "So you guys are talking about like we got scammed? Did they admit they're not going to finish it?" Well, no, they never admitted they're not going to finish it, but they did well, originally keep buying ships. They'll keep working nope. on it. That's no. The, deal. the, the Kickstarter like, said the release contract. date. The Kickstarter release date was twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, their excuse for that was the game is expand beyond the scope of the original thing, and I was like, yeah, because you kept. That's like, what they keep. You know, that's them. That's they keep creep. adding to it. They yeah, just you, you keep feature creep all. They could have. Re- I mean, I'm not fond of Elite either, but at least they released the game, and now they're iterating on it. I mean, it's not the well, the best. So the guy, the guy that talked me into buying the thing, right? It's one of the guys I play Arma with. Mm-hmm. So now we're calling the game Starma. Because it's got like all the bugs of Arma <laughs> in space. It's great. But I sent him the video. I was like, dude, you won't believe this. Like what what you helped to fund. And uh and I'm like, have you seen the procedural fried eggs yet? Mm. And he's like, No, what? Mm. So I sent him the video, like ten hours long of the procedural fried eggs, the the like the procedurally made baked beans. The, uh, you know all that stuff. I, I so think, it turns out they actually use that same, that same like random texture thing to actually build the planetary terrain. So it it actually became something that was that was worth a shit. I actually but it's funny how they how they showed it off. They were like, look at all this food we can make. Oh, it makes planets too. But look at this egg. I actually snapped when they announced their whole face tracking nonsense. Do you remember that? Where it was, oh my God. where where you had oh, to yeah. buy a, a camera, where you had to buy a yeah. special camera, so it would mimic your face on well, it your start. Just off any webcam? No, no, well, I don't know if it does, but they were sell they were selling a it's branded RSI well, camera. Of they were right, of but it was course. like, but, but it was like integrated like repackaged lot. Yeah, it was like integrating your face into Star Citizen. I snapped. Have you seen, I have lost you seen it. Face rig? Oh. It's the same thing as face rig, except uh. you don't get to be like a fairy princess or a cat. <laughs> it's you just get to be a dude. I, I dude. I, if I could be like a fairy princess kitten, in, in well, then you'd be Kelrothy at that point. Yeah. But but <laughs> I actually yeah. I actually snapped. I actually snapped because like this is not what anyone wanted. Like no one asked for any of this. I didn't want a first-person shooter. Uh, That's why. Because we can. What is that Jeff Goldblum quote? You didn't... You kept worrying about whether you could. You The should, the could and stop, should one. You didn't, you didn't stop to think whether you should, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the one from Jurassic Park. Everyone knows that one. Yeah, um, yeah like... 
Yeah, Ewok on a on a mixer brings up that EverQuest two tried to do this as well, and apparently it also went nowhere. <laughs> and it's just like, what are you what are you guys doing? So that's a great example of expectation because they got us. They got me. They got a lot of us. Um, yeah, they, uh, we wanted a Wing Commander, but better. Yeah, go play Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. That's Wing Commander, but better. Yep. yep. Basically, uh, you don't have you don't get to walk around stations or have procedurally generated eggs. But dollar for donuts, it's a better game because Star Citizen isn't even a game. I don't know what it is. What is it? An alpha with like a mission or two in it right now. I tried to I tried to play it when I got my new rig, and it ran okay. I mean, it should run okay on a fifteen hundred dollar video card, but <laughs> with eleven gigs of its own, for God's sakes. But um, yeah, it ran all right. But I was like, what am I doing? Why am I pointing my ship at this thing? And then I got to wait, and then I got to warp a thing. Click, click, click on this link to download more RAM. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, that's that's the deal, right? You just you need uh, a faster. Uh, uh, I need a fast a faster Heis- Heisenberg compensator. That's why I need a faster Heisenberg compensator uh, on my computer to actually get it to run. Star suits. The Heisenberg compensator, if anyone knows, is the glowy part of the front of the nacelle on the. Enterprise D. That's what a Heisenberg compensator is. I just pulled that completely you need, out. Of- you need a you need a gold plated shitter. <laughs> Dude, have you seen the toilets in Star Citizen? They are immaculate. Wait, they what? are the highest poly. <laughs> Truth be told, that's kind of why I bought the game, so I can go in there and take this screenshot. Now, now, now. Here, here, here. Here's a very here's a very important question. Do the toilets have bidets in this they, game? Yeah, they have three seashells in one case. <laughs> God, I need but to watch that movie no again. You have no idea what they're for. You have no idea how to use them. I need them to watch that movie again. No tutorial. Nicole has never seen that movie. Yeah. I need to really I need to really introduce <laughs> her to that. that out right <laughs> I, had to fix, I had to fix that. I had to get that on Blu-ray. Uh, like Wesley cool. Snipes said, yeah. is Wesley Snipiest is is, is oh my god this is one of the best shows we've done in a while <laughs> so hard. this is what happens right. when we have the, this is what happens when the, we don't have a guest paste bin. look in the paste bin room see that controller I put in yeah the pool controller I did yeah, see I'm that yeah I'm asking Travis for tech support because I can't oh. get that work did that when did that come out in the 90s when they had virtual yeah. pool by interplay yeah yeah that sounds yeah. about right it's the interact pool shark uh, I wonder what that is. Is it like a ball? It's a is mouse. It? Yeah, it's it's got a roller. It's like a mouse wheel. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. And when you when you rub the the like rubberized wand on it, dear lord, yeah, the wand. You're a wizard, Harry. Uh, <laughs> when, when, when you when you like, looks like poke at it, it totally does, right? Um, but yeah, it's a it's a little midget cue. And whenever you move that on the top, it rolls the mouse wheel. And underneath the thing, if you flip it over, there's a mouse ball. It oh, is God. a mouse. It's just that the mouse wheel is oriented sideways. Uh. Slide a pool cue on it. <laughs> so it uses the mouse wheel to shoot. Uh. You should see their golf club. 
so let it let, let us side swipe over to Elite Dangerous because that is another excellent example of expectations. Because we were all very excited about that game when it actually came out. You know, that's what got me to be a co-host on this show. Final, it did. Yeah, we. You, you guys, like, I was hanging around for a little while, and then you all did that community night, and after that, I was like, hey, come be on the show. That's how that happened. Yeah. So, there's one good thing that happened from Elite, but right. uh, after that, it was all downhill from there. So it's kind of interesting, because <laughs> that and Star Citizen have taken two completely different tacks. Star Citizen isn't anywhere near done. They haven't released any kind of game. Uh, we never know if they're going to. Elite has kind of released a game, but it feels there's really empty and incomplete. They still it feels there like there's a game there, right? So kinda basically, yeah. it's a, it's a single it's a it's a single player game without any motivation. The mo the motivation is all on the player. Like, but it's what like, do you want to do? But the thing is, it's all about just making money. It's not about any kind of greater cause. It's not about, like, it's not about, like, in EVE, for example, there are, it's, it's about making money, but it's also helping your corporation. Or, 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 or what else is there in EVE? <laughs> finding well, wormholes. I mean, finding, exploring there's, there's and finding wormholes. There's, yeah. There's the exploration side of things. There's the mission agents. There's the yeah. RPG yeah. element. There's the faction warfare stuff. Yes, yes. There's the faction warfare stuff. There's a there's in game events that like, actually feel like they matter. Um, like the players, the players have a little bit more control over some things. As we're in like elite, what you're really doing when you're interacting with the NPCs is you're playing the the back the background game, the meta, you know, delivering leaflets and all that other kind of crazy stuff, or like going to little instances of space, landing on moons and, and doing the screenshot generator stuff. And just like, you want to go mining? Great. Find an asteroid field because mining here is going to be the same as mining over there. So go have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, well, that's, like, that's the thing. Like it, it's since they have revamped all the scanning and stuff. Have you played it since they did that? It's quite interesting. Actually, it's, it's very labor intensive. But you uh, you like get out in orbit of a planet and you pull your probe launcher out and then you pick spots in the asteroid ring and you fire probes into it and then it will tell you where the hot spots in the ring are and then that's where you go mine right but the the thing though is it doesn't really have a lot of variety to the thing it's like oh I need painite hey man I can go to any metallic ring anywhere and find painite so eh. I don't know. I just I wish that that uh, the elements that were together in rings made sense, and then you some things were more rare, and you had to hunt like hell for it. Well, I think I think the game would Elite Dangerous would be far better served if it was not a bajillion star system. Like let's let's tone this back down to something a little bit more manageable. Like yeah, three hundred. And go from there, and, I, yeah. and that's and that's how and that's how Eve did it. Like Eve only had. I'm not trying. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of comparisons to be made because they're both, you know, MMO ish. But like you know, when Eve first started, they only had a handful of star systems that you could explore and play in. And as time went on and more players were there, they added more 
systems to the game, more space to the game to explore and stuff. As for now, it's just like I, if I go on an exploration run and run across the universe and then I have a friend who wants to play, I'm like, well, I've got to spend the next two hours just flying all the way back across the universe to get to you. Or, you know, you could just invite me to your crew and we can just multi-crew and I just, you know, hologram my way into your ship. (laughs) You know, it's kind of dumb. Like, there's yeah. just so many things about that game that just don't really mm. make a lot of sense. Yeah, what would have been great is if they had started and they said, okay, there's there's like, I don't know how many factions there are, eight, let's say. There's eight factions, each one has a home world, and then there's some minor worlds around them, but the galaxy's recovering from some cataclysm or whatever, right? So this is what is left of humanity. And That's then jump gate, if you want basically. if you want shit out from there, yeah. players have to go make it because if if you're not in the 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 like core worlds area, right, which should be a fairly small area, right, like around Earth, you know, pick pick like eight planets around Earth and then their little satellite planets and then everything out from there is just wasteland until you go out and chart it and mine it and build bases in it and the players should have built that universe. And then what's there is there because we fucking put it there. That would have been amazing, but they, they like overpopulated. It's like, I can go anywhere and find like a million people living on any planet, you know, until you go like way out, you have to get like a couple hundred light years out. So that was the big mistake at the beginning. And the Thargoids are their chance to fix it. Because aren't they, they could aren't have they gone? them come in like Pac-Man and just kill everybody. Oh no, they're still around. Oh, um, but they could yeah. have the Thargoids or whatever is is like. Let's say the Thargoids aren't really the problem. They're like maybe on the run from something that's bad, right? And, and it's like the Thargoids are getting pushed into our territory by something we really don't want to know about. That shows up and just devastates everything. And then humanity's down to like these core worlds now. Yeah, and now we have to go back and reclaim stuff. It, they could reboot basic, right now. That, that's basically what Jumpgate was. There was a huge cataclysm. They've only just recently regained the ability for of space travel, and now they're refinding. They've they they not only found a couple new systems while the game was running, yeah. but like flux space. Like you can go through like this wormhole thing, and go into conflux space, which is the oh, you mean with the snails? Bed. Yeah, and see like the biggest. Freaking oh god, they're terrifying. I went in there once, never again. But yeah, that game and like Evacron and Starfighter Infinity, those games do better because they're they have a limited yet much more content rich game uh, than Elite. Uh, and uh, so I, I kind I, I wish Elite wouldn't have just tried to copy Elite 1984. You know. Because yeah, they stuck a little too close to the li- way too they close, way yeah. too close. Because like in 1984, a billion star systems with nothing in it. Who cares? It's 1984. This is amazing. It's a first-person space game. Oh my god, this is the best thing. Ah, 2014, a little bit different. <laughs> um, yeah, and and it's a bit different when you have options. Yeah, That's really the. And not, and not only that, well, like, what was that? What and then they yeah, back well, they back down on a lot of things, right? 
because like the AI used to be fairly smart and they made them dumber and dumber because people are like, it's too hard. And it's like tough shit. This is the universe. Like it's nasty out here. Like if you can't, if you can't afford to lose it, don't stick to the tiny ships, kid. If you got, if you got really clever with it, you could mod the Evercron games to be what you kind of wanted. Right. You know, like there's, there's definitely some mod support already there, but if someone Mm -hmm. was to get clever, they could probably change some things up, add some more ship activity and like the trade hub area. Yeah. They could, they could do some things with that and actually add a persistent little game there. I mean, the galaxy is nowhere near as big as, say, like Elite Dangerous, but it's enough for like you know fifteen people to go and have a good time. Yeah, and uh, you know it's got base building and all that other kind of junk in there too. And those exactly. And I gotta revisit. I gotta revisit that. I gotta revisit that. And it's and, been a while. You know, speaking, of, but speaking of base building, though, like you know, we you go back to No Man's Sky, like. You want to talk about, I never would have thought that on water planets you could be able to build under underwater like bases and submarines and go exploring sub like sub like terranean areas. You know, it, it's just one of those things. It, it's, um, it's incredible. Yeah. And that shit's coming out tomorrow. So I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. Also, I'm the a fact bit of stoked. V- the VR stuff. I want to go and ex- explore underwater in VR and 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 do all of that. Like, but here's an expectations thing, right? Like, we look at that video, and we just saw like thirty seconds of stuff, right? And then we're and then we go on the thing of building expectations, like, oh, it's totally going to be this and that. But what if it's like, okay, yeah, so it's thirty two players, but. Uh, whenever I get in that community thing, then it sends us off to like random worlds that we've never been. And this isn't where we built or whatever. And it's, you know, it could be just complete bullshit. Right. I mean, so I'm not getting too hyped for it, but that's fair. I just want permanence of structures. Like if, if spaz builds his base and logs out and I log in next week and he's nowhere around, I want to see his stuff. That's all that, that would be enough for me that, and please fix space flight. So that's, something different than what it is because it's not well, that great. The, the space flight is it's rudimentary. It's not meant to be complicated. It's not meant to be a sim. No, I don't even it need complicated. Is. I just I don't like the way that it is is all. It just it feels odd. It feels know? like it, space ha- space has an up and down and it doesn't make sense and whenever I step off my ship I fall in space because there's gravity in space. (laughs) It's, it's strange. Like I should be, Hey, I have to go out and fix something on my ship. Great. I should go out there in my jet pack and jet around and fix it. But if I misstep, I fall off my ship (laughs) into the, that is, that is weird. It's like, um, there was definitely, there was definitely, uh, yeah, you have to take into consideration. There's definitely some trial and error with some of that ship stuff that they were doing and patching because, they had to make the ship like a gravity center, right? Because you're walking around on it. And so there was no thought put into place about like, what if, is there, you know, right. you that, make these but, invisible walls? But he said there's like a hundred little tweaks that they've done. So maybe that's one. Um, I'm kind of anxious. I wish the pats, the patch notes were up right now. Maybe they are, but I, I need to go look. But that would be nice to be able to read the patch notes the day before kind of get my head around what's going on uh the the d-man on twitch like it, it 
the only thoughts about the VR support is we're excited that it's coming. We haven't had a chance to try it ourselves. Well, they said yeah. PSVR support. They ain't said nothing about Oculus. No, they did. They, they he, yeah, um, it's Sean, it's confirmed that it will have it. Every, okay, every, it's gonna it's it's gonna work with everything. PSVR, Oculus, HTC. Because he even said in the the interview with him, they had like they had to test all of the different kits and make sure that they all worked. And you know, they had to do the controller schemes for all the different controls for like PSVR, Oculus. You know, he's like, it, it was a lot of work to map all that stuff, but. They did it. So, yeah, and it's exciting. I'm I've, actually going to read. I've got an Oculus. I've, it's probably going to be the first time I'll bust up my Oculus in my new place too. So I'm really <laughs> excited about that. It's yeah, I'm definitely going to reinstall. This is, this is the reason. Yeah, I'm definitely going to reinstall. Last time was uh, for Reed Crew, right? Last yeah. uh, last oh, session. Yeah. Oh. The last yeah, the last time I did VR was the Bridge Crew stuff with you guys, and that was pre-move. So this <laughs> is this is post-move, and this is this is my reason to get it out. I'll fire up my PSVR for it, for certain. I just uh, don't have any VR for PC, so that will be waiting a while. But well, I'm still going to try it anyway. You do though. You do. You, there's the mod. I could. The I could. Yeah, but I haven't. The reason I haven't set that up is because it's so cumbersome to switch between the way my PS4 is set up right now, setting it up with uh, PSVR with that uh, Trinus VR setup thing. So. So get this though the the Sean Murray thing was what was interesting because he was talking about in that interview that you with the hand controls you'll actually be like physically grabbing the flight controls in the ship when you're flying. But can I physically grab the udders when I milk my space cow? I would not be surprised if you because the the way <laughs> that they're doing the whole like yeah you'll be you'll be Luke Skywalker in no time, bro. Did you see what I tweeted to Sean today? No, I missed that. Was the, yeah, it was Robert De Niro. And it was like, so Sean. Oh, yes, no, I did. If yeah. It has... yeah. I've got Can that I milk it? Sean. Can I milk it? Yes. <laughs> oh, I did see that. That was funny. Happy Junior on YouTube says, Space Cow Milking is the future of space gaming. I want to know how you milk crabs, though, because they're not... Thinks the last Jedi. Wait, what? Juice Wait, what? I don't know. It was like they showed in the trailer, like people riding around on those spider crab. Yeah, you, marsh you can them. ride. You can tame the uh, some of the fauna that you find. Yeah, I hope that the animals are more interactive with each other. Right, so it's like there's predators and prey, and you can just well, sit they, there and they watch. Have that before, they already have it. But, yeah. Well, it yeah. just I I don't know. It just didn't seem. You might not have been able to be like you might not have been on planets that had that kind of stuff, but they, it was there. I've, yeah. Um, now I'm, what? I'm honestly really looking forward to just the multifaceted of being able to like explore in, in underwater, but then like fly across the universe all in the same game. <sighs> That's so exciting to me. Now, um, let's let's change tack. Uh, what's a game that? you felt did meet your expectations? Did or didn't? Did, did. What is a game that you felt did meet your loft? Besides RGO? Yes. Yeah, I'm really glad to hear that. But besides that, what's another game that would you say met your expectations? 
space game, right? Space. Game. No, doesn't have to be a space game. Could be. Well, anything. I was gonna say Battlestar Galactica Deadlock met my expectations pretty mm, well. Good one. Uh, good one. Choice. Yeah. I, I wasn't. I was not expecting anything good, honestly, because I've it's just it's a it's a shame what's gone on with that franchise, honestly. Mm. We we because because I felt like we deserved more, and what we got, especially with like the Battlestar Online, um, it, it wasn't. It, you know, and then you see like the mod where someone makes diaspora, and you're like, yes, yes, I want this, but uh, more, please. Can I get more of this? And you know, we we didn't. And so when I was hearing that they were going to do the the deadlock thing, I was like, "Well, this could be interesting." And it's it is more. It was it was it was it was it met my mm-hmm. expectations and then some. So and then we played two v two. Oh, it got destroyed, but <laughs> it was it was fun. yeah, it was so much fun. <laughs> and there's a new expansion yeah. coming out uh, later this month. They're starting that, quote unquote that, season two. That that trailer for the new expansion is oh god oh god yeah. looks so great oh I'm excited I am absolutely excited um I guess for me um Drox Operative comes to mind first as a game that I had pretty lofty expectations about it because um I loved um, Din's Curse and Depths of Peril and other Soldat games. It was like, he's making a space game? It's going to be amazing. God, I hope it is amazing. And it was. <laughs> and it still is. <laughs> oh, I wish you'd make a sequel to that instead of Din's Legacy, but well, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, you could probably swing around back to it later. I really hope so. I hope so, too. I hope so. Oh, that would be, oh, be so great. <laughs> what about you guys? Well, let's see. I have seventy hours in RGO, and I've had less time with it, or uh, less time to play with it than you have, Brian. So that's you're, something. You're, I think. you're catching up quick, man. I'm probably around only eighty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you were over eighty last uh, last week. Yeah, so you're gonna, you're going to probably exceed me soon enough. <laughs> you're probably playing it a lot more than I am these days. <laughs> Star Traders Frontiers Streamlock on YouTube brings that up. That's an excellent. Uh, that's an oh, excellent yes. one. Because I mean, I all of those, ga- all of those games have been good. You know, they've all been good, but that one is special. Like so special. Ugh. Jim, do you have a game that uh, you would say met? It doesn't have to be a space game that you would say met your expectations. Um, I don't have a good list right now. I mean, there's there's stuff. I'm not often like totally disappointed with stuff. Mm. Uh, like the reboot of XCOM, that was a pleasant mm. surprise. That that it was it was oh, very yeah. different, right? Like when you first get your hands on it, you're like, oh god, they have really. But then once you play it a little bit, you're like, this is so better. Like they actually <laughs> yeah. did the good thing. Because then you remember what what. A horrible interface the original had. Like, horrible. <laughs> XCOM 2, I think, was a little better than the first one. I mean, they added a lot more. You had uh, the, the sub-factions you could recruit from. The War of the Chosen expansion was huge. I need to get... Yeah, and then the guys that made the Long War expansion are, like, 
amazing. Yeah, yeah. they're making I mean, their own I don't game need now, all right? That, but I like that it exists, but not that I play it because it's like, well, they actually got hired on by, um, uh, whatever the hell their name is, um, to actually to actually like do content for it. But they might be doing their own thing now, though. I thought they I thought they were doing their own thing. I heard they were doing their own well, thing. Well, they may they may well be, but it, the first step was getting hired on like officially to work on X and then they made some DLC stuff and yeah. But honestly, I I absolutely would not play XCOM 2 without the War of the Chosen expansion stuff on it cuz it changes that. It's like a it's like a uh, full conversion mod into a damn different Oh really? Mm, so, oh yeah, oh yes, bigly. Nice. <sighs> well, I think it's about time to wrap things up. Been talking about an hour. We didn't have to go two hours every time. Um. So, uh, folks, just a couple of quick notes before we wrap up. Um, tomorrow on the daily stream, we're gonna have our first open world game stream. And we're going to start with Far Cry 2, which I've been told is the best of the Far Cries. Uh, But I really never got that far in it. So I'm really looking forward to streaming that. Hmm? Enjoy your malaria. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, and the fire physics. There's there's some incredible fire physics. I've heard. I've heard. Molotov. You throw a Molotov at, at grass and you just watch. Wow. Watch the chaos that happens. So uh, Thursday, Space Game Junkie turns eight years old, and so I'm going to do a special anniversary stream. Uh, not a hundred percent as to what yet. I think I might play at least some Space Pirates and Zombies because that was the first game I ever reviewed for uh, Space Game Junkie. So I think I'm going to play at least some of that. Uh, and then Thursday night, Thursday night, we are wonderfully returning to Dying Light. I cannot wait. I. I yes. I need to run through the uh, the tunnel a few more times to get my um, to get my uh, agility up a little more. But yeah, I'm... yeah, I'll see if I can show up for that. Cause oh, okay. How, how far are you guys along? Because not I'm, very, not super. I'm like yeah. out of the tutorial trash, but I, I oh. haven't really been. Oh, that'd doing be fine. A lot. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, we're not super far in yet. Uh, Spaz is uh, further ahead in the story than I am. But yeah, you could totally gotta... join us. I gotta interject real quick. The ship that is in RGO that's on the stream right now, the, the engine thrusters look like a smiley face. <laughs> uh, do you mean the blood, the eagle? blood eagle? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It kind of does because when it's flying away from you, it's got. It looks like it's a smiley. Face. I wonder if that's on purpose. And just as a Kyle. side note regarding uh, uh, space pirates and zombies, that was the first game that I ever got invited to closed beta test. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, I got invited to the closed beta test right before the Steam release because I had been playing it uh, and helping out on the forums, just you know, doing my usual thing. And I got invited to help do the Steam beta test before it actually went live. So, Oh, wow. That's my tie to the game. Yeah, I haven't played the first Space Pirates and Zombies in so long. I'm, I'm actually kind of interested in returning to it to see, like... What has eight years done? Like, how has things how have things changed in eight years? Like, this was like kind of the big space game of twenty eleven because 
What else was there? Uh, <laughs> and look how much we've gotten since. So that'll be fun. Uh, folks, it's also going to be the first stream where I'm going to be using a green screen to be on camera. Because my Patreon patrons wanted it. So I got a green screen. And so from now on, the daily, from then on, the daily streams are going to have my stupid ass face uh, <laughs> on camera. Cause oh, poor Brian. Can you make it like very, very tiny down in the corner? It is, it is very small. It is very small down in the corner. Yeah, it is not big at all. I didn't want not. I didn't want to. Are you going to wear funny too much. I don't have any yet, but I will eventually. But I don't have any yet. Um, uh, but I will. That is going to be a thing at some point. Nothing green, obviously. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah. So that'll be fun. And then Friday we're going to be. Uh, Playing some more uh, Subdivision Infinity DX on the stream on Friday. That'll be a lot of fun, I think. And then uh, next week on the podcast, we're going to talk about uh, juggling all these games that have been coming out. Because, like, these last two weeks, what do you got? You got Age of Wonders Planetfall this week. Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. You got No Man's Sky tomorrow. Uh, In a couple of days, you have Ion Fury. Uh, for example, which is that amazing Duke Nukem style shooter. Just for example, like this is a very busy time. And so I want to talk about how you juggle yeah, what, all that. What happened with the summer's like dead zone? It's not there. I don't know if there is such a thing anymore. Like, I don't know if there is a dead zone. Like, there is no summer gaming drought anymore. No. All the indie releases that, that have filled the gaps, it's not a thing anymore. Yeah, it's amazing. It might be for AAA releases, I would say. Maybe for AAA Maybe. releases. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, st- the they do They do stick more to the... And the AA market have, have pushed it to the side. It doesn't exist. It'd yeah, be the interesting. Triple- I just, I just want to see once, like, a Call of Duty kind of release, like, they get hesitant and reschedule because some indie game's coming out. Right? Oh. It's like, oh, we don't want to compete with that. How end. great would that be? How great! Oh yeah, um, yeah. That FTL-ish game is coming out this week. The long no, what is it? The journey shortest trip to Earth. Short trip to Earth. Thank you. Yeah, that's also coming out. Oh my God! Thank you. I forgot about that. Um, so much crap coming out. Apparently, hmm? there's going to be a summer beta for the renamed uh, Starfighter Inc. game in the black. In, t- in the black. Yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Oh my God. So. I want to talk. I want to talk about what people do with all these releases coming out. Do you try and play them all? Do you only pick one and stick with it? Do you do you have specific launchers? Do you have a game for the day of the week? You know, I want to talk about all the different things people do. It's a first world problem. Buy them first, and throw them over your shoulder into the backlog. <laughs> it's a first world. Yes, it's a first world problem, but it's it it's like it's almost pr- paralyzing how many games we have. So I mean, it's great. But <laughs> I kind of want to talk about the downsides too. Like, how do we, how do we play all this? Um, so, final note: thank you so much to uh, our Patreon patrons. You help keep the lights on around here. You help us buy buy things like green screens. I had uh, I'm not going to say their name, but a Patreon patron decided to buy an Elgato Capture HD which is an external capture card that has a component adapter 
So you can plug things like a PS2 into it or a Dreamcast. So once I get that up and running, I'm going to be playing things like 2004's Battlestar Galactica or Armada on the Dreamcast. So, um, and for streaming purposes. So, uh, that's amazing. Like, that right there is astounding. Uh, so, with that kind of support, we can take this thing into the future for many years to come. So, uh, if you're interested in becoming a patron or want to find a way to support Space Game Junkie, there's a page on spacegamejunkie.com that has links to our Patreon or how to use affiliate links or, or you know, whichever you choose. Uh, if you can, um, if you can swing it. If you can't, that's fine. Just watch our show, leave a comment. We love that too. Um, but yes, thank you as always to our supporters. You all are the best and I love you. <laughs> I really do. Uh, so thank you everyone for listening and for commenting in the very active chat. We had a very active chat tonight. Thank you everyone. Oh my god. And thank you cats for fighting. We couldn't do this without you. We really couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, if if if, if we had one viewer that would be great. But we have almost two dozen made in part by viewers like you. <laughs> yes, yes. To, literally. Yes, ex- literally. Guys. Oh my god. Can you hear that? Can you guys hear that? Brian, you, stop streaming and feeding me. Oh my God. I think that's actually what's going on. So uh, thank you everyone for watching and for you guys on the podcast for listening. And uh, we will see you on a stream or in a podcast or something soon. Have a great night, everyone. Bye-bye.